get started. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Hello. Podcast. Hello. <laughs> Podcasters. It's your host, Holly Michelle, Within Reason Podcast. Coming back to you guys today with part two on faith. We have Native Amber J, Yasma, and Naomi back again. Hey, everybody. Hello, hello. Faith, faith, faith. I think I asked before, but here's my question. First question. What... Let me say it this way. When did you choose your faith? That's I don't, nice. I don't understand that question. <laughs> I don't think I ever chose it. I think it chose me. <laughs> yeah. That's your answer. So when did you choose your faith? So, you know, I, I say it like that because I was going to say a, a different way. Um that question can be two parts so you know how you'll say I'm not Christian mm. um, uh, or when did you decide you know when when did it did it kick in your belief when did it kick in you know, some of us were raised in church yeah but even though we were raised in church did you did you implement it every day or what point did you get to when I you see. decided to give it a hundred percent? Oh, well, if I didn't get up and get to go to church on Sundays, I didn't want to talk to nobody. <laughs> so I was in. <laughs> but you know, like when Josh came over, it was like back in the day when we was kids, we went to church to hear the, hear the singing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And dance and the clap. We, didn't, we weren't really hearing the sermon. And now that we've grown, we're like, no, nah, I need to hear that sermon. Yeah. It hit me up when the, when the choir done. Like, so I don't know. No, I still what did it hit me? I agree. For me, I think it was um, I experienced. Okay, so I I used to go to like you um, like you just st- stated. I used to go to church as well as a kid, but you know we went for the youth and the camp and all that fun stuff. <laughs> um, and when I lost my dad, I had a I lost my dad and I had a huge heartbreak in 2019. And I think both of those those things put me in a place where it's like okay there's something like I need to work on. <laughs> okay. I think for um, me it was that I had a bad um, year in 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll do it. Mm-hmm. It put me to like say, okay, like I need to surrender. Okay, God, like clearly I have no control what's going on. <laughs> I couldn't save my dad. I couldn't stay in the relationship I wanted to or even have it so it was just like I, I I felt that I did not have control and everything and then I was like that's I think where my journey just started <laughs> I think um, I had a uh, broke up with somebody and um, I had moved away from them away from the whole family or whatever and I just started like really like tuning in to me I guess I had a chance to be by myself and uh started meditating and 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 trying to educate myself all in that and mixing that with you know already already been in church we all we used to go to church a lot so I knew I knew God 
but I was really like digging into exactly what it said instead of like skimming the surface. And when I tapped into God, it was like I could see the shift. And I think that's when it started. It was like, I guess that was my best way of learning, like just how powerful God is and what can happen. Cause, yeah, because it's almost like I thought of well, everything we talked about, it happened. I will have to say, minus when I ran from a bad situation, hold on, not ran, okay, but when I got to get out of a bad situation, because all I can, all I remember telling myself is, God, you got to get me out of this. It wasn't good for me, but eventually it happened and I'm moving forward from that. So, yeah, my faith grew stronger then. So, I'm going to be honest and say that I am really up and down when it comes to faith. When there are hard situations or ones that, um, I'm, I'm bad with the unknown. I'm going to say that first. I'm really bad with the unknown. I've always been horrible with not knowing what comes next. Mm-hmm. And I know it comes from the sense of control, but it also comes from just the fact that when you do stuff by yourself all the time, um, you always feel like there's a, a solution or you can find something or you can get help or whatever the case is. And then when you're in a position where there's absolutely nothing that you yourself can do, you know, I can pray about it. <laughs> But in all reality, my mindset is like, okay, but um, <laughs> I'm praying, and I ain't saying I got doubt per se, but the last day to pay this light bill is in two days. <laughs> I don't, I don't have the money, you know, like, and I don't know where I can get it from, you know. Um, and then I always, it always goes back and forth, you know, because they say faith without works is dead. So faith. But I'm also supposed to work, you know? And so that if I put in my work, then does that mean I ain't got no faith? Does that, does that mean I don't believe that God's gonna help me or take care of it? I don't think it's really bad. So I always go up and down with it because, you know, um, the, 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 the kind of the conclusion to it all is, you know, making sure basically you know if you have faith that you know you believe you trust that god is going to come through and although i can trust that maybe who's to say that if if that bill is due and somebody that i I requested from because i'm putting in work gives me the money maybe that's god coming through or is that getting in the way i think i don't even know how to answer that What you just—I just—I don't know. I'm a little different, but I like think like no good deed goes unpunished. I really do because, like, sometimes I know I could be stubborn and not ask for help when I need it. In the same breath, it's like I gotta, I gotta, I gotta. It's just me and God. Now, if it pops up, if somebody offers it or whatever, that is the case. But in the meantime. 
I need to tighten up on me. You know what I mean? I got to really dive deep into And I think that... Is it me? Yeah, you know? there's things he may not want me to do, but may allow you to do because it's, it's individual with everybody. So I right. think he he just understands us for who we are, and that's how he works with us. <laughs> yeah. So, tell me a time where you felt your faith was tested the most, mm-hmm. and. How difficult was it for you to continue to trust in a situation where you just you were struggling? That's a good one. <laughs> uh, I can definitely answer that because okay, we'll give you one. It's this is to get in this question right here. So a lot happened a year and a half ago to where me and Amber met. Um, well, hold on. I'll tell it. I'll tell it. Basically what happened was, and I'll take some fault in it because I kind of dropped the ball, but I got behind on the mortgage. I got behind on my mortgage, you know, for I like came October. I didn't know because the first time it happened, the mortgage went up $500. So I was like, God, no, I was, man, I was doing this, you know what I mean? So I probably could have did better on my half, my part of it, as far as like, even though it did increase like that, that just mean grind harder, that just mean hustle harder. But I was in my feelings about all the stuff that had just happened, and I was just dropping the ball, and that happened. So instead of just like paying what I could pay, I was like, you know... <laughs> And next thing I know, we $10,000 later. Mm. As well as other bills still need to get paid. I still have my car and all that other stuff, insurance, all of that. It's not a game. So when my faith, when my faith was really tested, because I really wanted to fall apart, dude. Like I really wanted to panic and to cry about it. And I might have uh, cried about it, but we're gonna act like I didn't. Like it was, it was definitely a, a test. Like this was a different test than all the rest, though. Honestly, because like I knew, I just kept telling myself, "Don't, don't, don't, uh, don't fail this test. Hold it together. God got it. I'm saying it all day long. God got it. Don't trip. Don't fail. Don't panic. Don't let them see you sweat. You okay? God got it. And when I tell you, I made a couple phone calls. I had to send something off. When I say the whole thing got paid, the whole thing got paid. I didn't come out of nothing. I was like, this don't happen. This don't happen to everybody. When dude called me and told me like, you know, okay, this is because you had this going on and whoop de we're gonna just resolve the whole thing and uh, you'll start again, just make sure come it was like two months away. I had two more months to like just chill before I had to get back on it. Like when I told my mother, like what they told me, cause she was trying to help me. She had helped me out. You know, she gave, I told her what was going on. I'm like, nah, I'm just gonna throw a party and do some tattoos. What do, what do, what My mother uh, sent me $500. When she came to town, I had to give it right back. My soul wouldn't let me keep it. And she was like, she kept asking me, you know, so how close are we to getting it all resolved? And I'm like, y'all know. She tried to send me some more money. I was like, nah, that's not the answer. 
and I just kept praying about it and I just kept believing that okay I'm gonna let them figure out what they're gonna do and so when all that happened and I told my mother I I was happy about it but I was like really sitting there like like God is like right in the room and we just looking at each other right now like no you really did that <laughs> you know what I mean like he really did that so yeah. my definitely tested but it was just I just feel like I'm not on that that level anymore to have a whole panic and and trip out and cry and be mad about people who you know how like <laughs> you might get mad at somebody because they was around I would have to say mine was tested when I lost my job and I've been at that job for a while and it's like but I was tired and I was ready to go but I didn't want to lose it everybody know you ain't but you ain't trying to quit a job before you um get another one lined up so I was tested for two months and I yeah I was gonna lose my stuff but guess what <laughs> three jobs came in the woodworks and I just chose the best one your money get funny that's where it really yeah for real no that's that's not funny but listen you know i always search through i don't always but sometimes i go through um youtube and i look at different things there's a chick that um naomi will send me sometimes i think her name is shenti and to like her uh her little youtube videos and stuff for god and she gives a message or whatever and then sometimes i'll scroll through and um one of the things that i see often is people speak about how um and, and I don't like to use the, that word like the devil, but but basically how finances can really mess up, you know, uh, your faith. <laughs> finances oh, is a big test on your faith. And yep. when they say that when you're going through financially, like that's when you are tested the most. Like it's gonna get to you somehow, some way. Whatever it, whatever it is, it's gonna get to you because your finances is funny, your money is funny. And there's a few other circumstances that, that will really test you, but finances are one of the biggest ones. And I always wonder, like, if finances is the biggest one, not because it's it's not spiritual whatsoever. However, I had said to uh, last week that a part of what's written in the Word in the Bible is, like, when they talk about take care of your temple, that's one. But when you take care of your temple, we can take care of your whole being, right? And so your finances is a part of that. So <laughs> um, I always be like, dang, you know, why is that something that can really get you? But, you know, and this in today's world and I always got to be realistic it's money is a big thing like we need it for a lot of different things <laughs> I got to pay this rent that roof over my head you know you got a car and you need that transportation get back where you got to pay you know you got to pay your insurance so that if you do get an accident you cover you know what I'm saying you you need it for certain things you know um but that is a big stressor on more than one count depending on what your situation is yeah, yeah I would agree. Um, my faith was tested. It's been tested a lot, actually. Um, and I'm going to just give one situation, not every every last one. But <laughs> but, but I'm going to just say, um, I have been at very, very low points in my life where I didn't want to be here anymore. And uh, 
I have a lot of pain and trauma that I carry around with me. And the other day when I was on the phone with my therapist, she had called it PTSD. And I thought to myself, I ain't never said that shit out loud now, lady. I ain't never said I got PTSD, but I guess that's what you call it. So um, I have a lot of trauma that I carry around with me. And I don't carry it around because I just want to. It mainly, it, it comes up when I face things that look like what I've already been through. And whenever I go through a situation that looks like what I've been through, um, I think to myself, the first thought I always think is like, dang, guys, seriously, me again? You chose me for this? Like, why am I the first person on the list that, that got to go through this? <laughs> why are you choose me? Like, ain't you just seen I've been through enough? And that's typically where my faith is tested in that moment like one because I can't see the bigger picture that's the only thing that, that's what he can see I can't see that all I can see is what I'm in the storm I'm in at that moment and I'm at a point where I'm tired of being in storms yeah I'm yeah. <laughs> you know um, I read a devotional about a month ago because I used the Bible app and she was uh, the lady was saying that um, she was saying the same thing she was like I'm so tired of being in a storm she was like and I just be waiting for God to show me the eye of the storm because you know the eye of the storm is to let you know when it's like to let up you know how close it's letting up but I'm like man I, I be so tired of being in storms because I can't see the eye <laughs> and I be sitting here waiting like okay now I done prayed you know how much longer do, do I have to go? <laughs> when is this ride over with? Mm-hmm. Because I always feel, you know, they say he's going to give you uh, more than you can bear. And I'd be like, hey, listen, I don't know what you think I can bear, but this ain't it, sir. <laughs> 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 sir, I am not a silverback gorilla in this. I cannot take all of this. I do not know. Who do you think I am? But baby, I do not wear a golden crown. I am not superwoman. This is too much for me. And that's what my faith gets tested. Because then I'm like, I got to get, I got to put some work in. Because I'm getting irritated at this point. I can't deal with this. I can't be this nice person. I got to just, I can't do it. <laughs> and I, and you know, it's like, that's when I, I blow. It's like, okay, well, then Holly, you didn't step in. You didn't give it time. But I be saying, like, how much more do you want me to take? Uh, I just, I think, like, when it comes to faith and, like, situations like that, because we all kind of go through them one way or another. But, like, what I typically be thinking about, like, especially when I can see it coming, like, that storm coming or whatever, I just keep thinking about that one, like, I, I vision, like, is uh, Jesus on the boat and he's asleep and all the, and they going through a storm and everybody else is panicking. Oh, and like Jesus, this boat about to get tore up, bro. You laying down, and but that's the level of faith Jesus had. He wasn't worried about that storm. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was so not worried and not bothered by the storm. He was knocked out, sleep, and everybody else panicking. And I'm like, dang, I wonder if I can get that good. You know, yeah. when we going through a storm, like when you going through something, can you really not be? Can you really be like that unbothered? No matter what, you like God got it. Like I think that's like the level of faith I aspire to have 
I, yes, I aspire to have that faith too, girl. I think I think everybody does. But you know what? I said the other day, the only way I feel like I can even get to that point is to become the person that he don't want me to be. And don't care about nothing. And don't care about nothing. That's a tough care no more. <laughs> I, I'm serious, you know, you like when you when you cold at heart, don't nothing matter to you. When a person is truly cold, don't nothing matter. You don't care how you treat the next person. You don't care about nothing. And I don't want to be that person. But the only way I feel like I can get to a point where the storm don't affect me is to not care. Yeah. I ain't going to say all that. (laughs) For for me, it was that um, I had like a good, I had like, a job that I was already in and I was trying to find an apartment and everywhere I applied for I got denied um and I was like I got the job experience you know the years in the job I got the deposit money my credit score is, is not perfect but it's okay for you know for apartments that I was applying for and nothing 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 came I had to um stay with a cousin in a one bedroom for like a year. Um, and then I had lived with my uncle and his wife for a little bit as well. And I was just like, one of those nights I just kneeled and I said, Lord, I can't do this anymore. You gotta make a way, like I surrender. And it was in that moment that I was like, you know what, you have control, not me. And I believe that you have something for me. And everybody was like, oh, I applied at the place where I'm at now. And everybody was like, oh, apply over here. They're giving over here. And I said, no, God told me to stay here. Um, and that's what I'm going to do. And then my application got denied and I appealed for it. I'm not the type to appeal um, for things. Not that I don't feel like I'm good enough. I just feel like if I didn't get it, like I'm not going to sit here and beg these people to give me an apartment. <laughs> um, so so that's, that was like, I'm sorry, that was my process and my journey to it. And then I think once I did that prayer, like the week after I got the email that it, I got the apartment here approved and I was able to move in and that's what worked for me. But it was a moment where I was like, you know, I was literally in the streets, but working and getting paid, but I'm in the streets on his mercy. Yeah. But for some time, I, I feel like when when the people that's trying trying to find and not giving up, I feel like when when it's people like that, it nothing nothing good is gonna come their way yet. And it's like it's like God wants you to keep waiting. You gotta keep waiting. No, it's not. It's not time. It's not time. And and I feel like that's where a lot of people um, faith get tested at because it's like I'm doing this. I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. I'm mm-hmm. I'm up. I'm trying and I'm trying. I'm not giving up. And it's like no matter what, like. I don't want to use this movie, but you know what I mean? Off of, um, what was it? Um, um, it was off on a talent. It was when a man built it with the machine. It was with Taraji P in there. Oh, I don't know. (laughs) Acrimony. Okay. Where, where he, every day he got up and worked on this little, that little machine. And he's like, I got a feeling it's going to hit. And it never did for him, but he continued to push. I mean, they lost a lot of stuff, but they continue, he continued to push. And when it finally did, he never lost his faith. And he was getting hit in every direction. Like, I don't like that movie. No, but no. no, no, no. It's not about about the movie. It's not about the movie. It's about that man's faith. Like that man had faith and he was going 
low for this for this one thing he was not giving up on it and then you got people like us like we try we pray we do all of this and sometimes it still don't happen for us and we constantly going and then you got people out here who ain't doing nothing and everything just falling into place (laughs) falling into place like no no that's right i saw a video on youtube where the girl was saying like if you have faith that god is gonna get you a house start buying for the stuff in the house if you have faith, then your, you know, your actions stay different. I was like, you know what? That's true. Because you'd be like, oh, I'm not going to buy that. I don't got the house, you know, speaking to existence. The house is mine. And you know what I mean? It does change the the faith, at least, I think. Yeah. All I know is God is on my side. He's been on my side. And whether anything happened for me or not, I just got to take it as it didn't happen for this reason, but I know it's coming. Just keep trying. I feel like it'll come, but not in the way we thought it would, or we yeah. wanted it to come. It'll come, but not how we wanted it to come. Right. How much do you think fear plays into your faith? A hundred percent. Facts. I ain't about to lie. A hundred percent. It just keeps like you don't even. It's not like we we're saying okay, fear come. It just pops up like, but. Yeah. Yeah. What about this? But what if that? But hey, but remember last time and it's just boom, boom, boom. Cause that's me. I I hate to say this, but I'ma think the worst first before the good come. That's yeah. For the disappointment. But why do we do that? Let's answer that question. Why do we think about the negative first? Like why can't why, why can't a situation arouse and we go, hey, you know what? Whatever. No, if we go, hey, I'm gonna get the approval. Forget all that. I don't care about nothing else. I'm gonna get this approval. Why is the first thing is, okay, my credit ain't that good, or they may look at my job history, and I ain't gonna get it. I ain't gonna get it. I ain't gonna get it. Why do we do that? I don't know. We already like already blocked the blessing by just not even got it. We're already blocking it. Because we don't want to be let down. We don't like to hear, no, we, I'm sorry, we can't do that. And, and a lot of times I think we'd be the only ones around who, how I said is like want it as fast as want it. You know what I mean? Like if you had a gang of people surrounding you saying, no, you're going to do this, you're going to get it. It probably wouldn't be so hard to think positive. But a lot of times you're the only one around. Or you got somebody, girl, I'll try to go down there. They ain't going to do it. <laughs> it's like, um, have you ever um, heard the story in the Bible of like Jacob when he fought with God so. for his blessing? Uh, yeah. I feel like sometimes God is like get, telling us, okay, you really want it? Then prove me how bad you want it. <laughs> Don't say that because when we get off this... <laughs> <laughs> I'm whooping everybody. <laughs> no, but Jacob literally fought with God for his blessing. Like in the story of the Bible, he legit like he said, "I'm not leaving in here until I get my blessing." But like, he really like you know put his foot down and said, "I'm not leaving here until I get my blessing." And he fought with God until he got his blessing. Hey, oh, can you uh write down the direction? <laughs> <laughs> I'll figure it out from there. Oh my god. <laughs> sometimes I feel is that sometimes I feel like sometimes we have to come out of our shell, out of our comfort zone to obtain certain things also. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you find that verse in that chapter, I'll take a look at it. I like to look at it. Hold on, I got you. I'm gonna search it up. Genesis right 32. Oh, you found it? Yeah. All right. <laughs> it's right there. Go get the Bible. Genesis 32. Genesis 32 to 33. 32, 33. Y'all not playing. <laughs> <laughs> he said, give me the rules. Tell me what the, the, <laughs> the rest of the, the blueprint is so I can go ahead and follow Jacob. <laughs> hmm <laughs> But I mean, you know, he did what he did, but he got, you know what I'm saying? He did what he felt he needed to get his blessing. And we might need to hear that because for real, because so many people be like, well, it ain't time yet. And you looking like, you girl, I'm running out of time. I didn't do it on guys time. And guys like, yeah, keep listening to your friends if you want to. Yeah, guys, like, I'm here for you to sit and have this talk with me. Like, tell me why you mad. Come on. <laughs> We might have to uh, hit y'all back. <laughs> Are you back? Because I got a conversation. I got to talk to somebody. Are you scared? Okay, so, but what is faith? Is it positive thinking? Is it a feeling? Is it one's church affiliation? The belief that Jesus died for our sins? Confidence. Is it hope? Or is it something far more? It's positive thinking. What is faith? faith. What is oh. it? Uh, positive thinking. Faith. I think it's positive thinking and believing. There's something inside of you that tells you that that's, I don't know. For me, it's something inside of me that like makes me feel like, I don't know how to explain it, but it's just something inside of me that says you're right and this is it and hold on to it no matter what happens around you. And my intuition is everything. Yes. So, yeah. And myself say, self, myself say, hmm. You're right. I'm going to say, all right. Mm-hmm. And that's God inside of you, you know? Yeah. But we don't listen to our little voice. We listen to it. We I remember speak. being a kid. They used to say that, oh, you're going to have a little voice. And then we used to be like, and I'm, the door. I'm like, I know what voice I'm listening to now. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for, you know how to be popping up and you got the devil on one side and angel on one side fighting to oh. tell you, but only hear one voice. Yes, it's like silencing the other one. You found it. Yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I told her to go fight the Lord. I'm gonna stay far away from her. Gonna <laughs> get. <laughs> I don't think it was a physical fight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm going to sleep in the guest room for a few days. <laughs> She's like, I don't want to hear the thunder and none of that. Right. Listen. Okay, so do you believe in all things will work together for your good? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I do. I strongly I, do. Strongly. I do. You know, that means everything. Everything. Everything, though. But that's 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 how great his mercy is, though that we could go left and he'll be like fine and then eventually he'll meet a, he'll meet us halfway and say all right it's time to go where i needed you to go <laughs> mm-hmm. i'll let your way now come my way you know what i think is the the side effect like i'm gonna use the word side effect of us going the like detouring from where he wants us to go originally i think that 
the side effect is the things we go through that we should have not went through but because we went that way now when we go to the right way where he wants us we have these baggages that we took that we didn't need to <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and some can be lessons some can be blessings yes you know? but it all works for our good mm-hmm. <laughs> but have you ever thought like even before like if before you got to this point you know, thinking about your lessons and thinking about lessons and blessings. Like, have you ever <laughs> thought, in essence, with maybe something that was supposed to be a lesson? Like, could you not have taught me any other way? <laughs> right. I feel you know what's you know was um I'm not gonna say the word crazy because there's nothing crazy about God, but there was a, a moment in my life where and you know. I'll be open. Um, I was molested as a child by a family member. And I, we, I, as an adult, you know, everybody in church, they will always say, oh, everything happens, you know, like what we're saying now, which now I get it now more than ever. But to me, it was like, okay, but why I had to go through that? Like, it sounds a little bit like cliche, like, okay, I had to go through that to learn. You know what I mean? So that was, the, I think, the only moment or thing that happened in my life that I always used to be like, but now I get it because there's other people that I've met that went through the same thing and I get like now my testimony but before as a teenager or something I always felt like well that's messed up (laughs) you know like I don't know that's just how I felt at the time (laughs) a lot of stuff I mean yeah we think about certain stuff because you know how they say God already know he he already got your story he know how your story gonna go and sometimes when some messed up stuff happens you be like I about to say the the damn word but um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> why my story gotta be wrote like this but you can't they say not to question god but sometimes you do have questions i'll be having questions why some stuff be happening to me and i got a golden heart and i'll just be like well why me and that's the thing that that you know that's where my questions come from you know but i, I was told once you know when i say like like hey okay well how do you do good you do this you do this you do this you do that and this is good however you know we can feel that way but is are you always a hundred percent? Exactly. No. I just wanna um like comment on what you said when we don't we can't question God. I used to think like that, especially because like people would say that, oh, you can't question God, whatever. But I can ask him what was the purpose so I can learn from it. You know what I mean? There is like a way we can ask him, not like more like interrogate him of like it, but more of like what was the purpose in it? What what can I do? What, what was my lesson supposed to be on that situation so that I could use it for your better purpose? So that's the way I've, I learned to like, kind of like shift it um, when I used to be like, but why me, why me? <laughs> so um, I, <laughs> I have asked, you know, like I have, I hear a little voice, but sometimes I don't always hear like, I don't know, maybe I'm not supposed to hear the answer at the, at the time when I'm asking, but I don't always hear, like, and I, and I guess I'd be expecting, like, okay, if I ask this question, uh, I'm waiting for the answer. <laughs> like, when I pick up the phone, I call somebody, why you ain't answering? <laughs> I'd be waiting for the answer, and I, you know, and sometimes even those don't come, you know, when I ask the question. Like, I think sometimes those come when I, I see something else or there's something else additional that needs to be shown before there's an answer given or something. I don't know. But that that time frame becomes a stressor because it's like, dang. And not that I lose faith in the, in the meantime, but I really do be like, <laughs> uh, 
I, and I hate asking the, the, the why question, but I only think of that because of the length of time that I feel like I'm in the storm. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason why. So do you believe God will work out your injustices that you received? Or do you end up sometimes taking your own action? Both. I'm going to be honest because this is all I can do is I have always been, especially when I was younger, you know, because of going through the same thing as uh, not only being molested um, in my youth, I'm a tip for tap person and not so much. I just, um, I'm kind of, I was kind of person where I want to, I'm going to give you the same pain you give me. Oh yeah, I'm definitely, that's me. Um, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you what you what you deserve because essentially, you know, people do things to you and you may not deserve it at all. But they don't. You know, God gives you free will. They don't care. They do what they want to do. That's that. So because you chose to do this, I'm gonna give it back to you. And that that's how I've been. I've been trying to be a fighter in a different sense, a fighter within prayer, opposed to a fighter with my hands or my mouth. I'm going to tell you right now, that's one of the hardest things for me to do, okay? So, do I believe God fight, will fight my injustices? I'm sure his lick act is better than mine. I'm sure that is. However, in the interim, when I'm waiting, <laughs> am I going to let somebody step on me, step over me, push me, or shove me? That's, 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 a, that's, a, that's a no. And I am working on that part. I do know that he sees us and he will fight for us. But in my mind, if I'm being honest, I'd be like, all you did was mess with his credit. That's it. <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Y'all, this is, this is, you know, my podcast is like super realistic. So I'm just being honest. So, you know, I look at that and be like, you know what I'm saying? Just like, okay, okay, your punishment for me not, you know, going outside of you or your lesson is, okay, I'm gonna deal with this heartache. You know, I'm gonna deal with this. Like, you just messed up his credit? Like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it's my mindset, you know, and I try not to think that way. Like, okay, why you didn't get hit nothing even harsher? Like, why you didn't break his left leg or something? And I don't know, you know, (laughs) let me, I'm I'm not being, I'm being funny, but listen, I, that's where my mindset goes. Like, you know, especially when a person has either drugged you or they've been abusive or something like that. Like, why is their punishment not punishment? It don't look like punishment to me. Yeah. But sometimes their punishment, because I'm not going to lie to you, um, I um, I was in a bad relationship. I mean, bad. Um, and that's how I ended up here. Because uh, I left in the middle of the night. But you, you think it's like this person done all this stuff to you and they just living their best life and then you got to think about it they when you find out here the latest down the line it's like this person is miserable and it's like we think this person is living a life but really they miserable because now they get you you left you were able to leave and they thought and they had oh this person can't leave they ain't got nowhere to go they're gonna be here forever i'm gonna do this and do that to them but it's like now jokes on them because you're living your best life you're not stressed about anything you're not worried about anything you're not afraid of the person you with anymore like and now you're in a bad place like you see this person they doing way better 
then you were done in a relationship. I don't see it though. Sometimes I didn't even, I honestly think, like I always say, it's only really between you and God. And if you stop worrying about somebody else getting their get back, although, and I know it's hard, trust. That's the people I got to pray on every single day that I don't, I don't think that way about it. You know what I mean? But like, sometimes I just gotta try to remember like, it's between you and God. Don't, and I think that's where it comes to stop questioning God, like for real, like, he got it. He got it when it was you. <clears throat> and I mean, my sisters always say I play devil's advocate, but like when I do get mad about some stuff, my first thing I've like practiced so many times to think, okay, have you ever done this though, Amber, before you get too mad, before you get too upset or, or okay, this person ain't got that got get back. Well, I was 24 at the time and I was doing some stuff too. So let me just, let me just sit back and let God do what God do. You know, I just think it takes time. You gotta practice it because that stuff will eat you alive, bro. Not that me. wanting somebody uh-huh. to go down for how they hurt you, like it will eat you alive waiting on that. And are you really happy when they when they get they get back? Because yeah. I just feel like that's a waste of my time yeah. at this point. But Sometimes, I mean, nobody, I'm the type of person, as long as you far away from me, as long as I can remove myself from you, I'm okay with that. Because guess what? You're miserable because now I I got away from you. Like, and that goes for friendships, family, friendships, family. Hey, I will shut you down. And the best gift I can give you is to to stop talking to you because it's going to hurt you more than I'm not talking to you. I'm not going to argue to you or anything. I'm going to leave you alone where you at like nothing like i feel like that's the best thing you can do to somebody you don't have to hurt them by you can hurt them by and removing yourself that hurts a lot of people i think one of the things that is confusing um that people come through like um you said um you know you're gonna drive yourself crazy thinking about it where they get to get back i don't worry about nobody getting getting you know anything in return i just think you know and i I really honestly don't be paying attention to it when i'm done i'm done i don't you know that's it but um I think one of the things that's confusing is in the Bible, um, it speaks on how God will um, basically, you know, a part of it, it's like a get back, like God will exalt you in front of your, in, in front of people who, yeah. you, know, you know what I'm saying? And I think that part is confusing because in, if a person were to just to read that, you know, they I've always was taught that when you read the Bible, you read the whole chapter, not read a verse because there's context and everything around it. So when they read this or they will quote that part, you know, God will exalt you in front of your, you know, the, your enemies or all of this and that. People, their mindset goes to, okay, well, he gonna, he gonna, he gonna, he gonna make me show out in front of them, let them know I didn't, I didn't want up them. And that's really not what it is. It means that if you were to just read that, that's what you think it is. That's exactly what you think it is. Like, you know, that's exactly what you think it is. Like he's not gonna, you know, uh, he's not gonna play about me, you know. And and I'm sure he don't play about a lot of people, but maybe what they need is not what you want for them. Yeah. True. No, yeah, I agree. I'm the same. I feel like I get upset, but I'm very quick at forgiving and letting go. And everybody, like, I used to feel like that was my biggest problem. Hello. But now I see that that's my biggest, like, power. <laughs> Um, and I do feel bad for like when people get what we call karma. I do, I do end up feeling bad for them. Hi. Like I don't know, I'm, <laughs> I'm a sucker for that. <laughs> it's hard for me to like hold grudges. Um, I think it's because I held a grudge so long to like 
the family member that did what they did to me as a child and for my dad not being in my life i've held a grudge so long for that that i realized what it did to me so i am i've learned to just like just let go of things and not even give it the time do you um you all believe that you can endure um severe trials and persecution what do you I mean like... <laughs> so i don't want any, any trials you know do you believe you know um god will provide do you believe that you can endure severe trials and persecution or that god will deliver you from them oh yeah. Girl, I think that goes 50 50. I'm just saying, I'll be like, cool, let me do something real quick. Like, no, nah. I ain't say all that. I ain't yep. say I want to go through nothing. Yep. I think I have done what I have done. I'm only saying, yeah, because I've already been there. I know, but God can show show you worse. Show you something else. You mm-hmm. don't know if I want to answer that one. Okay. <laughs> God, I take my answer back. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Please, God, it's a joke. I, I mean, I like to assume so. I like to believe I'm at that point where I can, I could probably handle it. I got it. I can handle it. I'm just saying, like, I hope. I hope I don't have to. <laughs> I hope I sure don't have to. I, but you don't I, think you don't think you know with you think that you would require a different level of faith to be able to get through. No, I think I would have to. Require do you think it would be a different level of faith to have to get through? Would it be different? Is it the same formula? And we just—it's the same formula. It's just the outside might look a little different, so it shouldn't be hard. It should be the same formula. It's just depends on what we to it. <laughs> I think I have to say the same. Because mm. all you can do is pray. Yeah. When you're in a messed up position, what can you do? Well, that's where the faith is supposed to. I think like prayer is good. I just think that when it comes to faith, and when I say like you're supposed to be getting better at it, so the thing you pray and keep going. No, but I'm saying like I guess what I'm saying is like yes, like going, but like we should almost. I ain't gonna say we. I'm trying to get to the point where I don't even have to pray about it because I my level of trusting is like top tier, but I ain't there. Yeah. I feel like there's certain things we have to do, not like sacrifices, but I think there's like like fasting helps as well when you're going through things. Mm-hmm. They say you you're supposed to fast a lot. Mm-hmm. Especially for like supposed like I'm not gonna say supposed to be, but what I've heard, I haven't. They said it's in the Bible. I really haven't got to it, so that's why I can't really, you know. But I've heard that the Bible said, like an apocalypse, that this generation wouldn't pass if it wasn't through fast and prayer. Mm. Mm. I ain't gonna lie though, cause I I can try to fast, but I might pass out. And... Girl, 
you don't only have there's to different fast types food. of there's fasting. different types of fasting. Yeah, there is. There's oh, a lot of different ones. Because my family, they do they do it every month. Like at the beginning of the year, we'll do it. Find something that's not healthy for you and you let it go. And I'm not gonna lie to you, we've done it a few times and I've let go a lot of good old snacks and, and stuff. <laughs> I have because and habits, I let go a lot of habits because I mean it was just a habit and you go a whole month without doing something and you can live the rest of your life without doing it. So yes, fasting is good. Forever. Yeah, and you're really don't even need it. Yeah. So if I say and we're gonna fast off this TV and now we got TVs in the house for no reason because we don't watch them. We did a month without them, so hey, we don't need them. Yeah, and, and that's the key, I think, in fasting. That <laughs> it's just got a way of showing you what we think we need, but we in reality we don't. <laughs> that's true, and it's this is. I'm thinking of my next fasting. You know what? Because if if y'all can't me, just know I just let my phone go. Oh, that's me all the time. I love going into isolation now. I do all the time. I, it gives me a reset from people. Mm-hmm. I hear yeah, that I completely. I definitely don't mind. Do uh, do not disturb or just turn my phone all the way off and not being bothered. At the beginning, it was so hard. And now it's like so easy. Shut off. Bye, world. <laughs> and my thing, I would have to say it'd be, I'm not big on social media like that like I used to be on uh, TikTok here and there and you know I just like to see some stuff going on and I think when COVID hit I kind of like just let the phone all you had was your phone and you kind of like just let it go it was so much sad stuff on there you didn't want to see that like I some, felt like COVID came as a blessing it, it did, sure did. It, it put a lot of people it set a lot of people down yep it definitely that's when I took off in the business it was just like alright if you got to count on you, you got to count on you. Come on, it's time. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Especially when the world was falling into that whole, like, social media thing with, like, the violence and the Kardashians and just all that stuff. And it's like, COVID kind of let people feel like what really matters. At least some people, because, of course, you know, not everybody. But I feel like majority of the people. And you can see that even in the atmosphere, how more people are more awakening and looking for that spiritual connection with God. How do you feel, how much do you feel doubt plays a part in your life right now? Depending, no matter what the situation is, or just in general, how, how much do you think doubt plays a part? 50%. Really? Yeah, 50%. I would, just, I would say 50% of one situation. situation. Yeah. But everything else, I don't even worry. Okay, I'm going to say 75% on that situation. (laughs) (laughs) Because, listen, listen, I'm in the process of trying to have a kid, but I feel like I'm running out of time because I'm 30. My plan, my plan was to have one by 30. I said I'm going to have one 31. I turned 31 over first. I'll be 32. And I'm just like, I don't want to be older and have a child. And I'm 50-something and my kid is just now turning 10. Like, no. I don't want to do that. So you telling I, God, you telling God your plan? Telling God my plan. I was hoping that we could sit down and get. <laughs> and she get about to battle stuff. this out like Jacob. She got it. <laughs> I was hoping me and him can, me and him can come up with a plan, 
and then at this point I feel like if it don't happen for me then it just wasn't meant to happen for me but sometimes I'm not gonna lie like I'm not gonna say jealousy but I look around like for instance oh one of my homegirls hit me up today and she's like guess what I'm like what she I'm pregnant I'm like yay I'm happy for her and then in my mom like don't nothing good happen for me (laughs) (laughs) don't nothing great because you know I didn't have like four five friends and then got pregnant had that kid I'm still looking like that when is it gonna be my turn you know and then the bad part about this one of my friends she like the person she's having this child with like he's not a bad person but they have some situations to make them feel to, to where I feel I'm not gonna say to where I feel and she's talked about that she feel like they're not you know they're not ready for certain stuff like that so just her announcing that today I was happy for her but sad for me like that but see, there goes from the from the Bible study, but from the last podcast, we can't be looking at nobody else's life and saying nothing. Yes, you yes, you're not nothing. supposed to, that is true. You're not supposed to get nobody else's blessing. Cause because God can be giving her a baby then, and she can have a world of trouble behind that baby. And God making me wait, and it's like, ooh, I'm glad I ain't got that situation. Yes. But I don't know. I just look at a lot of stuff and I be I'm just ready. It just be like in my head, it'd be like, I hate to say but I'm just keeping it G. Like, God, how can I convince you? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what can I say? What do I have to do? You know what I mean? And I think as women, like, that's like very hard for us because that's, if you want it as a woman, if you want to have a child, you just feel like, yeah, like, if you, and you're not having one, it hurts, dude. That, that's hard. And I don't, like, like on the last one, I don't think that, people or men or people who are not trying to have a baby understand like you if you're actually you're praying about it you're God and you you do what you gotta do that two week wait you can't that's like the hardest time to have that mustard seed you can't even have a mustard seed forget a mustard so you can't have a crumb not, like, not even, like not, I don't even know it's smaller than that but it's hard to have that in that two week can I ask a question? Yes. Um, I like. Do you feel like maybe that doubt comes in because we don't feel worthy enough? Hmm. Maybe. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm. You know what? I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm gonna intercede here and say this <laughs> all for myself. Um. I would never say I'm not worthy, but I there are times where when I'm asking for something, I feel like there's more that I need to do for myself prior to doing that. So like I could say I want to have another kid also. I don't give a shit about shit about no age. I want to have another kid. Um, but am I healthy enough? So I need to work on that. Um, are my finances hundred percent? No, I need to work on that. So it's it's like Okay, you want something that maybe he want to give you, but you ain't there a hundred percent. And I think that for me, like I ain't looking at the bigger picture, the whole picture. So I don't. I wouldn't say that I'm. I, I don't think that I'm not worthy. I think that on the flip side, I'm asking for something that I know on in in another conversation. I'm talking about the shit I gotta do. <laughs> and, and he like, okay, so you saying it for me. So let's get this shit together first, Polly. <laughs> do you like, think it'll change it? I'm sorry. Do you think it'll change? Okay, so let me ask it differently. Do you think that if we don't think of those things, then the blessing will come? 
because i feel like that's what creates the doubt and the fear because we look at our situation we say okay we want this but i'm not ready for it you know what i mean so do we want it really so i'm gonna put it this way i just said all that just a minute ago but i'm gonna get his story okay so my son came about first of all i have pcos yeah i got a podcast on that y'all can listen to that so i have pcos and three of us on here have pcos so i have pcos and um when i first got pregnant um i still i didn't know i was pregnant my first time but my doctor gave me medication cleared out my my ovaries bada boom bada bing i wasn't ready for that pregnancy whatsoever okay so that child i did not have fast forward seven years um i felt like during that whole seven years i'm just having all kind of sex why am i not pregnant again i felt like i was being punished because i didn't have the first child um again i said there were some of the things that i had to work on i wasn't in a great relationship i was not at all i'm in a situation that jasmine just spoke about her friend like okay he wasn't a horrible person no he's a, a badass person but um <laughs> i you know i wasn't in the best situation to have a kid however i was in the process of losing weight number one um and I was dealing with different types of stressors. So I was losing weight, stressors, and I was going to the doctor to make sure I had everything straight because my cycles were just off, just everywhere. So they were getting that together. I was losing weight. And then from in between them, sometimes I got pregnant. I wasn't ready for that. My situation wasn't ready for that. <laughs> um, nothing was ready. Guy gave it to me when he wanted to. Um, and my situation wasn't perfect. So I don't think he waits to put you in a situation that is feasible or at 100%. Um, I, I think sometimes things are given to you because um, it's a it's a change that'll come about. Like something that he knows will change or something that will happen or whatever it is that he sees as a bigger picture. He gave it to me when he needed to. Now I didn't really know I was pregnant until he was seven months and coming out, but <laughs> he still gave it to me when he's ready. I kept feeling like I was being punished and my situation at that time was not something that I felt like I should have had a kid in. I felt like every year prior to that, you could have gave me one and I would have been good. But that wasn't the case. And I wasn't being punished per se, I just wasn't ready. And I may have not been ready mentally. Uh, I, I could have been ready physically, but I wasn't ready mentally. And I wasn't ready maybe spiritually, I don't know. But he gave it to you. But he gave it to me. So if if I had doubt, you know, in between that time, between that that year of that all the way to, you know, when he was born, you know, my my doubt <laughs> was not because I don't feel adequate, you know, it was more or less I was blaming myself for something that God doesn't blame. You know, he doesn't blame you for things that you do. He doesn't sit there and, and throw it in your face. And I was throwing it in my face every single day. Let me ask you something, Holly. Um like at any point in time prior to Caleb, did you want it? You were like ready, wanting to have kids. Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't. I used to know. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I was going to the doctor and try to make sure everything is okay, get my hormones back in order, and all that. Like I was doing what I was supposed to do, or you know, you know, scientifically, quote unquote. But, you know, that's the part I was focusing on. I wasn't, you know, in that era, I wasn't focused on like, you know, God or I wasn't focusing on any of that. I, I what I got out of your story, cause I heard you. Cause everything you said, I feel like God gave it to you because you wasn't ready. 
it's like when you get prepared like you know for instance you you a ceo mm-hmm. got a big got this and, and you can't have a kid because you're so prepared and when you're not prepared you're struggling and stuff boom here you go yep this he this, is, this little baby right here is going to prepare so it's like but sometimes I just think we can't know. We can't. We can't know that. We can't know. I don't even think that's like a part of the formula, for real, for real. On like how God decides to make decisions, do things for us. I think that's part of it. In total, is like you don't know. There's no way to. Yeah. Spend doodly, you know, out of God. Like you can't. You don't tell God something. He's just giving it to you because you asked for it. Like he's gonna do. He's seeing further than we see. I mean, yeah. I, this one sermon, he said, God, we at least, as collective, we all know God is at least 400 years ahead of us, at the least. You know what I mean? So, ain't no telling why or why not. You know, I was probably thinking crazy or whatever, but I was like, maybe God don't want there to be no more call wills. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, you're right. And by reading? With me and my sister, like, so, I be thinking that for real like we just got to accept whichever i think that's where the real faith comes in when you not getting something and you got to accept it it's all right god whatever you need me to do you know it just sucks when you really really want it yep and i think that's what like for my experience in my life like i noticed that once i give up on a thing and i'd be like you know what it's fine i'm still i'm you know i'm still content i'm still here i'm still gonna worship you and I let it go like completely, I realize that that's when it happens. When I completely like say, fine, fine, I don't want it, fine. (laughs) I feel like that's when he does, like for me in my life, that's like how he's done things when I'm like, okay. And then at one point I used to be like, why are you waiting for me to not want it anymore? You know what I mean? But I think it's more of like the, I think it's more of like the, the, the test for me at least, what I've experienced, it's been like the test of like, what you gonna do if I don't give it to you? So me, it's like, well, you know, I'm still here. Like, I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> like, I may trip and fall and you know get back up and, but I'm, I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> There's nowhere else I want to go to. You know what I mean? But it's just more <laughs> of the sense of for me, I'd be like, why you wait for me not to want it? Because then it comes like, uh, as a human, for me, it becomes a prideful moment where it's like, oh, now you, now you want to come? I don't even want you anymore. You know what I mean? For any situation. So with me, it's, it's, it becomes that moment of pride where it's like, okay, am I going to let the pride or am I going to really admit to myself that even though it took so long, I wanted this and I'm going to snatch it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I hate to be childish, but it just reminds me of one time I was like maybe four. And we went to Walmart, and Mama let me go down the toy aisle, and I found this little Barbie doll, this little Skippy Barbie doll, all right? <laughs> and so when we got to the checkout, I finally showed it to her, like, I'll wait till we in line. So she just throw it up there, and she was like, no, you can't have it. I, was, I wanted to cry so bad, but I didn't want to cry in front of her. And then we got home, she ended up getting that thing. And I guess it's because I didn't cry. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Chill, bro. Just relax. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Jasmine said something that he think, um, and and, and my memory is good, but it's bad, too. So, um, (laughs) and she just said it. (laughs) Um, When she was, I think, recalling 
my what I was saying in regards to my story. But you know how God, they say God does not choose people who are um, he doesn't his when he chooses you, he's not choosing people who you know are the who pray the most or you know he he a lot of times he chooses people who aren't ready. And you know he and he gets you ready. You know, like it, it, they it, it says it in the word, and I have to tell y'all what the first chapter is. But like you know, he don't always call people who are prepared. He called people who's not prepared. For uh, I feel like none of them were. Yeah. Because and and I feel like the reason why he do that because it's like you know what I see you struggling, you're falling down, you're going down. I'm gonna put this gift in your life because I need you. I need this gift to help you get ready and to. And to make you who, who you about to grow. So I believe that's just your story. Like you wasn't ready, Holly, but guess what? God put this blessing in your life, and you became who you are today. Because she sure of, became nicer. She became who she is, today. <laughs> girl. For sure. God always. Listen, it say God does not call the qualified. Mm-mm. He qualifies the called. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Because Moses sure didn't want to do none of that. He was like, I'm going to have to what? Free the people from Egypt? He didn't want to. I think he did. He told God a couple times he did not want to do that. He's like, no, nah, I get somebody else to do it. Get somebody yep. else to do it. <laughs> he didn't feel equipped for the job. And I feel like most of us can relate to him. You know what I mean? When God calls us, we're like, uh-uh, why me though? Me? The sinner? Remember what I did like a month ago? Girl, for real. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, you. And I think that's what shocks us the most. Like, me? But the world said I'm not equipped for you. <laughs> and you know what? Every time I see um, homeless people on the streets, I, I am a big person. When it comes to help, I will help anybody, whether it's my last. And they say that's dumb because you give me a last. But I think about it as in my bills are paid. I have food in my house and whatever I have and if I see a person in the corner and I mean it can't just be anybody because I feel like some people just don't want to work and they just stand out there with their dogs and if your dog look healthy I can't help you. So <laughs> when I see people on the street and I mean they are really just willing to take anything like I met this Mexican um, guy and he, he didn't ask for anything. This man was walking. He was minding his business. Uh, he found some popcorn on the ground. He was eating the popcorn. And I had these um, big, liters of, big liters of water in my car. Um, and I probably made it because I did take a sip out of one of them. But you know what I thought about? I was like, I didn't want to get that to him because I already drunk out of it. But I was thinking, like, this man has nothing. This man, if he has nothing, he will accept this bottle along with some other bottles and stuff, whatever. So he accepted them and he was talking to me. And this man had the voice of an angel. Like he could sing. He could sing. And all I kept thinking about was the story. Like what what happened? Why, how did he end up here? I know. I feel like when some people, when they look at homeless people and everything, like some of the people probably came from the churches and they end up in a bad situation. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna take them a minute to find their way back with it. Let me I tell agree. you about that. I so, agree. Where I had to check myself. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. yeah. This is where I had to check myself one time because we was out and she always like tries to give people stuff out of our car. <laughs> and I felt bad after after I thought about it and God was like, Hey, let me tap you on the shoulder real quick because she went and gave her water to this man I'm like well you better not ask me for none of mine <laughs> you know what I mean 
I had a soda and a water. It went until like the end of that day, into the next day where God was like, since I got you here and you ain't doing nothing. Uh, did you really just did you really just act like that? And just a couple months ago, you was about to cry because you thought you about to lose your house. I was like, dang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. He does that All real man. quick. But you want to know something? I didn't ask for that water either. What? <laughs> God done cure you from thirst the whole day. <laughs> I gave that man my cold water, and I didn't ask him for nothing. All I'm saying is, it's like, look how look how quick. <laughs> <laughs> that was like I'm up here like now nah, he can't have nothing mine like no that was that was really foul of me so I think about that a lot now she got me giving my money out and everything <laughs> for me it was I would give him money and the partner that I had at the time would ask me sometimes for money and one time I got so upset because he would not allow me to put my window down like he would lock the window and not allow me to give him nothing um <laughs> And one day I told him, it's the same thing when you ask me for money. And that yeah. that was the moment where he looked at me and I'm like, it is the truth. Like, right. It's the same thing. I'm just exactly. giving it to another person. And I don't know what it is, but like. Some people I get can, mad when you give them money. Like they get really upset. I'm like, why is it bothering you? I get down. But like That's helping, helping somebody out. That brings so much joy to me because it's like this. I just made, even though my life is a little, or my moment right now, I'm gonna say like my little moment is shitty right now. Like, I'm sorry for using that. Um, but I just really made this person smile with just a few dollars. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's it's the thought that counts. Yep. And they would tell me, oh, you know, they're gonna use it for drugs. And I say, what does it matter? I did my part by giving them money. What they do with their money is between them and God. I did my portion. Does pride interfere with faith? Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. For me, at least. I I like, sometimes you, like I said earlier, sometimes you, I fight for something and finally get it. Then that pride kicks in like now, well, I don't want it. (laughs) Yeah. Pride messes with that faith. I think like Uh you humble and just be humble and watch. Yep. Because God could put the person right there and, like, let's say, for instance, you have a fight, a physical fight with a female, and, you know, she's coming for forgiveness. Here you are, prideful, like, uh, I'm too No, I'm so... Oh, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna have to... (laughs) I'm gonna have to... I'm gonna have to work on that, because this girl, she... Yeah, I'm sorry, and I look at her like... (laughs) (laughs) And God over here sending her for you to be good, you're like... "Mm -hmm." Yeah, I, I will. I will have to say I'll definitely have to work on that part because once you do something to me and you want to be nasty, uh-uh, go on. <laughs> so, Jasmine, you need to be a fighter with your faith opposed to fighter with your, your, your words. That's why I said I, I got I to gotta work on that. I have to. So somebody give me an example of, of how you can have too much pride uh, in a relationship that overpowers your faith. Can you repeat so, that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, the question was to try to interfere with your faith. So, give me an example of that in a relationship. Oh, girl, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. I have so many. 
to add that I do tend to be sometimes prideful. Um, let me see. Oh, okay. Um, for instance, my current situation, um, I feel like there's certain things I I won't like forgive and I'm very prideful about why I wouldn't and that interferes with like everything I feel like overall because I'm not allowing I'm not allowing the understanding to come in in this situation. I'm not allowing the mercy to come in in the situation. I'm just prideful in my standards. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I just had to get somebody's example so I could be like, yeah, I guess I'm being prideful. Let me just leave it alone. I ain't gonna answer the question. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'm prideful in a relationship. Girl, what is it that you won't back down from in a relationship? If if you say something and you feel like you it you know uh, you're not giving uh, the the grace to allow them to to be who they are or make a mistake. I but I I don't feel like I'm dead anymore. You just drop my <laughs> got the <that one. laughs> anymore. I'm, I'm I'm just trying to think. Hold on, calm down. <laughs> uh, I think if I wasn't married, I would. If somebody cheated or something like that, it's a wrap. Like no, I'm not even like a connection, and I'm too prideful to forgive and take the person back. Yeah, I'm too. I I, I would say I'm not. I would be honest. Like I think I'm. I. I was too prideful to take somebody back for that. I would have to say, when I argue, I'm right, and I'm right, and I'm right, and that's it. <laughs> what if she's like, let's say that's the guy, the person, like, let's say for instance, right, that God gave you this person, but this person, you know, has work to do like we all do, but sometimes our pride won't let us allow this person to put in the work. Yes, you are a prideful member. Okay, that's, friend. that's that's even a good example when if like if a person cheated, like okay, we right. and our human standard is our human standard is oh yeah, that's a, that's a wrap. But you, you did that though. You took the time to do that though. We think about everything in the world that's that's you know carnal based. Like oh no, you did this or you did this. You was there. You know we thinking about that, and we the the spiritual part go out the window. It ain't no spiritual. You did this. This is wrong. That's it. Right. We lose compassion, mercy, everything. Faith. Ooh, now you're like this. You're always gonna be like this. Nothing's gonna oh, change. Oh no! You. Let me tell you what I did. I'm have to just say I left in one. I left one day, and that was it. It was a wrap. But that's what they're saying. They sound like. But if that's people human and human. Whether they made this mistake or that mistake, we should technically give them a chance. Give them a chance because we are also not perfect. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> that it's hard to I feel like I'm going to turn into somebody terrible if I say it because then I would be lying to myself so I can still be your friend we just ain't gonna be together well I can't be your friend I don't want to help you if you was on fire I'm not putting you out that's a different subject that ain't faith per se but listen that's why you can't ever say okay uh, uh, I do this and I do that, or I'm good and I'm that. Cause you ain't good if that's how you thinking. That's true. That, but let me tell you, I'm getting better. I, that's, I'm <laughs> telling you, said give you a, a time. 
See, this was me before Amber. <laughs> this was me before Amber. Now I've I've got better, and yeah, I'm still working on me. But that was how that's how I felt back then. I was just like, you did this, I can't do nothing. I, you know, but Amber, use your example earlier uh, that you had given in regards to the the water and Jasmine giving it, and you in, in, ended up saying, and then God came to me like, did, did they do this to you, or you was just crying about your house a few months ago? It's in, it's the same situation. Like let's say, okay, they cheated, or whatever, and they really got some spirits. You know, they messed up mentally. They got some stuff going on. They got they got work to do. You know that, right? And you saying, hey, ain't no chance in hell, but. Let's say um, God said it to you one day. Oh. Okay, say it again. Run it back. Because I was was stuck on the water. Like I said, okay, dang. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying, like, you know what I'm saying? When we we speak about faith or whatever the case is, like, in this instance, pride is getting in the way because pride is, is, you know, is not of the spirit, right? So when we dealing with that and we're saying, hey, okay, we're not giving no second chances. We're getting you back. We're doing all of this. And the answer to the person who's cheating, you know, like, you know, whatever the case is, just like, you know, if you take your anger out on somebody, you got something going on, right? So yeah. let's say you praying to God and you angry and here's a chance where he ain't got to give you no second chance. He ain't got to be, be there for you again. He ain't got to do nothing for you no more. You didn't win and you didn't, you didn't blast me him, blamed him, you upset and everything. And he said, all right, that's cool. I, I get it. You feel how you feel. Hey, I'm going to see you later. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I, I'm just saying that in, in the same breath, like, you know, we always, I said, we think carnally when it comes to certain situations, like we're going to, we're going to, we're going to break a person down because we don't like what they did. They cheated or whatever. And sometimes, you know, like you said, in regards to the water with Jasmine or whatever, like you had to think like, okay, well, God was like, hey, you just crying about your, your rent getting paid. And this is what you're doing. You know, it's the it's the grace that he gives you. Like, okay, that the grace he gave you that made you flip the script mentally to come back to it. Like, okay, I get, you know what I'm saying? What you're trying to show me, you know what I'm saying? So in the case that a person does something wrong, whether you know it's to you or whatever the case is, essentially, you know that that one thing they say is a person's actions are an indication of what they're going through internally. It has nothing to do with you. So, but we don't ever look at it, things that way. You know what I'm saying? We're looking at it like, oh, nigga, you did this to me. It's yeah. me though. You know what I'm saying? We ain't looking at it like, okay, this person really messed up. You know, so they got something going on. You know, like I can use myself as an example. Like I, I say that, you know, I have childhood trauma or whatever PTSD that I still go through. So I might, you know, my reaction to my childhood trauma or what I call my safe haven is to close off to everybody. I ain't got, I ain't gonna talk to you. I ain't gonna do nothing. That's a toxic thing, right? Something that yeah. I really need to get rid of, right? But I'm not giving nobody no other chance because I didn't went through something and now something's triggered it. So now I don't trust nobody around me for the time being until I decide to open up. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's me not not giving grace to people who really do care or love me. And I'm gonna give another example. Like the other day, uh, Janae called me. Uh, what's your name? Skit Skit called me. Or actually, I text her the the um, the podcast page to um, our new page. Let God do it. And she said, call me. And when I called her. Uh, I, I literally at a certain point time before she left, I I had closed off from everybody. So she may have been I blocked everybody in my phone literally, um except for you know my siblings. So I blocked. She was blocked, <laughs> and so I'm blocked. 
and she should tell me. She said, I've been asked, everybody's asking, have you talked to Holly? She's like, no, I really miss her. I really want to talk to her. And I was like, you know what, Holly? <laughs> um, you kind of messed up because you know, like you didn't have to do that, but you was in your feelings, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. I didn't, you know, I was in my feelings, you made you, you made me mad, and I blocked you, and I didn't have no grace, you know, there was no I was not humble in that situation or at that moment, you know. And so then calling her and being like, you know what, you can't be like this, you know what I'm saying? I can't take a situation and I'm upset about it or whatever the case is and be like, okay, I'm not gonna allot you uh the grace to be imperfect when you in, when I'm imperfect all the time. Yeah. I have like uh my my mom and my aunt, her sister. They when we were kids, um they got along and I don't know, they had a whole dispute and they didn't speak for like 15 years, I think 15 to 16 years. Now they started talking, but because of their pride, they missed out 15 years of their lives and me and my cousins weren't able to be raised together and now as adults we'd be like oh man i wish we would have like they would have kept the connection but because of their pride it prolonged the situation and others were affected by it yep mm-hmm. that's messed up 15 years yep and, it, and and their pride was like their argument was something so petty but they allowed pride to take over and it prolonged <clears throat> for over 15 years and you know how we as people we swear to god we not we ain't got no pride or we ain't but we do (laughs) yeah we do and we don't see what it does until the years go by and then it's like oh it's one year of not talking to this person oh it's fine and it's just gonna keep yep yep (laughs) so we say you know what i'm gonna push my pride aside because i love you and whatever we went through we can you know we can fix and we could go over now we don't there's situations where we can forgive and sometimes the person maybe it's not ready enough or mature enough to prolong but as long as we do that you know i forgive you and keep it at peace i think that's that's the key <laughs> the crazy part is we using the word pride in regards to that but that's us holding a grudge and we ain't supposed to do that it's pride both yeah it's pride yeah because the holy grudge is, is it's pride because why are you holding the grudge because i feel you know it, it's it's mm-hmm. I'm not saying we something else, humans. Yeah, <laughs> we definitely are something else for sure. Like no joke. And I think it, it it takes it takes work. That's why God puts us through all these tests and trials, like <laughs> to 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 work it out of us. You know what I'm saying? To get us to a point where we do maneuver more like Him. Now, will I ever be more like 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 Jesus? Uh, baby, <laughs> I'm gonna try my best to get to where he needs me to be but i'm i'm being honest when i say it is it's hard um it's it's hard enduring pain and i i had said one day when i was sitting here going through something and i was crying i said jesus i'm sorry for how they treated you like i i would never like i'm I'm gonna fight back like i wouldn't even be alive i wouldn't even have lasted as long as you did to give them a message because pain is not great or going through certain trials and tribulations is not easy. It's not easy. Um, I was reading, I think it was Romans 1 17, and it was in regards to the Apostle Paul. 
And it was speaking in regards to faith, but um, I said it in a different way. And I always had to think like, um, in regards to grace, like, ugh. how close are you to being like Jesus? How close are you? What? How close are you to being like, like, like Jesus? Like Jesus. A good thirty-five percent. <laughs> I don't know. I have to be put in the scale to see where the balance goes. One out of a hundred, one out of a million. I'm just going to keep my same man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm almost there, you know. Are you? Yeah. I'm a work in progress. I'll say that. <laughs> so, one of the things I asked earlier was in regards to faith. And um, I think I, when I asked Naomi, you said, that it's believing but do you really feel like believing is the same thing as faith no like i feel like faith is something that's inside of you that it's like a it's like your intuition believing no i don't think believing is faith um because we believe in whatever we really well hmm, that's good because when we believe in something that means we have faith in it mm. huh that was, you got me there yeah you got me there um, I would say, I would say believing is a 50% in faith. I don't think it's a hundred, believing is a hundred percent faith because sometimes you don't, you can't believe something because you don't see it, but faith makes it happen. Okay. I don't know. I just almost feel like, I guess it just depends on how you understand belief and how you understand faith. Because to me, it's like, almost the same thing like you have to know that you know even if it's a little bit you know what i mean like even like it took all day for you to get okay god gonna do it you know what i mean even if it took you all day like you have to believe that you have to know that but i believe god gonna make a way regardless but that's what i'm saying like she was like do you think it's like belief is like faith and i'm like yeah it's in my mind the way it register in my mind it that is what that is like having faith is like either way it goes though either way it goes whether you're going to get it or not whether we're going in the right direction or not like knowing that god is in charge of it all if that makes sense i probably if i don't make sense if it makes sense to me <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to read this to you guys because I said it earlier, um, faith without works is dead. Um, James wrote that faith without works is dead. That's James 2.17. What he means is that if someone says they have faith but have no works, then that is a dead faith or really no faith at all. We are not saved by works, which is in Ephesians 2.9, but a genuine faith should produce works. Otherwise, it's not really faith. At least the faith that saves. We are saved by works that God has prepared beforehand. So, 
when I read stuff like that, I be reading and I be like, okay, so but what do you mean still? I didn't they didn't, didn't say all that. I'm still like, but what you mean? But um, to have a faith and to put in work, Naomi mentioned it earlier um, by saying, if you want a house, you're praying for a house, buy the things that you want to go in that house. So that is an example of faith with work. So if you take your situation, Jasmine, okay, and you put in work, what would you do right now differently well, that you haven't been doing? Your I situation guess, that you that you gave seventy five percent to the baby. Well, I guess I gotta buy some tempers and wipes because I got the clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. Get a whole yeah, crib, the mattress, because I got the, the swing chair, the feeding, everything. I guess time to really set that room up, and that's when it's gonna get real. Yeah, you should get your calendar and set a date for a baby shower. Oh, oh that is good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, what else yeah. you got in there? What else you got? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> you think about that? We don't even own a calendar. Hold on. Okay. Oh yes, we we will make this blessing cut. We're gonna do like Jacob. We we gonna make it happen. <laughs> so let's give an example of a person in a um let's so to help people that are listening, um, uh, Naomi just gave one for Jasmine. Um, Amber, if you take your, a situation for you that you gave whatever percentage to, what could you do differently to put in your your work? Uh, I like me. <laughs> uh, you know, I had to think about it. I'm kind of at the point where... <laughs> God got it. If we being real, our situation is the same. So it's like we both in the same boat. So we just gonna have to put our heads together, get them calendars. You know what I was talking about? Oh, it's gonna be a double baby shower. Yeah. I, I was talking to a friend and it's funny, like I hear it. Jazz has talked about it before, but prior to that, um, I did a tattoo party at a woman's house. And I didn't really know her. Uh, I knew some people she knew, whatever. And uh, she comes out the room. Are we setting up? She comes out the room with this little baby. And I'm like, where's she this girl pregnant? And I ain't, I ain't saying nothing, no, you know? The baby's beautiful, beautiful little boy. I mean, he was he had to been maybe a month or two old, no further than that. And she was like, yeah, she had a friend who she just couldn't keep the baby. And she said, I'll adopt him. And I never even considered that as even an option. You know what I mean? Because I was like, I want my child to look like me and whoop de woo now fast forward to like literally yesterday or the day before it was yesterday um there's this another lady i worked with at the tattoo shop at, and she was like you know i never really considered even having kill- children because there's so many kids that need homes that i know i said that you had said it i gave you a, I that's gave you a, why i said <laughs> it, it is and you think about it you might not have kids but you know how many orphans out here who needs a home you know how many people have babies who really just don't want them and you can take those babies in and give them the gift of just loving them like they're your own i don't i don't necessarily believe that you have to be that baby's biological mother to even love it as your own you can love that baby as your own well yes yeah, so i'm just saying like that could that could be another option because i ain't never really thought about it nor do i i've ever wanted to do it because i've always wanted to have my own child but that keeps popping up and i almost feel like god is you scared to pursue this pursue this 
That's a good way of seeing it. I, I, I'm, I'm a little afraid to pursue it because one, like, I don't know if I'll be accepted to do it. And then on top of that, I, and then on top of that, like, am I going to get, like, I, I would like to start out with a baby because I've never had a baby of my own. But I know there's going to be maybe three, four, five, six year olds and up that also need homes. And I got, I got, I got a, a four bedroom house. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't know. Sometimes I think that could be it too. Okay, Naomi, if you take your situation that you give percentage to, what could you, um, what works could you put in? Hmm. I think I would for my situation. What I believe that what I'm waiting on God that I still have faith on. Um, I think I will call this person and tell them a lot of things and start planning a whole wedding. <laughs> And I'll be the I'll sing. All right, I'm, yes, let's do this. Holly's gonna be the speech person. She's gonna have the greatest speech. She's gonna help me with the venue too and the decorations because she got those 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 blessings as well. And, and, and look, you got a bachelor planner, and I'm a floral person, so I can do you all your bouquets. Oh, it's over. This is gonna be the wedding of my dreams. <laughs> you basically already got it. <laughs> Okay. I, I gotta get this man to commit and see me. <laughs> Girl, come on. I might call him like, listen, I'm the one for you. Stop searching and I'm gonna stop searching too. <laughs> and I already set a date in my calendar for next year. He gonna be like, uh-uh, call the Institute of Living to this woman right now. I'm somebody come get her. <laughs> no, but I definitely... um. I think I'm, I think I'll start like a little scrapbook of like what I want my wedding to be like. Hmm. I did um I, I did tell Holly um last year, um I had like a, a book of prayer um that I bought in Amazon, and in there last year um I had the Shantia um the YouTuber that um Holly spoke about earlier. I watch a lot of her videos. And she was like, how do you know, how, like, how do you want God to give you a husband if you haven't even told God what kind of husband you want? And I was like, oh, that's good. I've got a whole sticky note. I done put everything I want in the husband, folded it and put it in that book. So I'm going to do another scrapbook, I guess. <laughs> that sounds good. Okay, so if I'm answering my own question, I'm going to say this. I'm going to begin... Next week, I'm going to purchase my first uh, few outfits in the size that I'm going to be. Um, and I'm going to do a little bit of what Naomi um, said. I am going to uh, I'm gonna start planning an anniversary party. Nice. Those are the two things I'm going to do. I'm ready. If you cooking, I'm in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be all over the night. I don't know if I'm gonna be cooking. I'll cook some stuff, but I don't know if be cooking like that. But uh, I know you're gonna I, be busy getting ready. I want to. I want to enjoy. And let everybody else do the rest of the, the rest of it. But yeah. Um, so 
we're coming to the end of the podcast and I want to thank all of our special guests today, Naomi, Amber, and Jasmine for joining us to talk about faith. I truly enjoyed this podcast. Um, I do not know. Normally, you guys, my podcast drops on Thursday. Um, we're kind of out of sorts and going to get it back together. Um, I will let you know via Instagram on Within Reason Podcast or Twitter when the next episode is going to drop. Um, tune in. We might use uh, an idea that Amber has. Also, please go online and check out Let God Do It Podcast. New podcast that'll be starting shortly with Naomi and I. Yeah. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> And thank you for tuning in to Within Reason, our podcast on faith. Um, Until next time, you guys, and we are out. Bye. Bye. Bye.